and welcome to I Love That, a Bachelor podcast. Because the unexamined life is not worth leading. Oh, see, I, it's living, bro. Now you've you got me. Bleeding. Now you've got me confused. Are you kidding with this? Leading, Jesus fucking living. Christ! Hey, I'm Doctor Wade. Know it is. No, I don't. Oh yeah, Doesn't I'm Doctor Zach. And, uh, yeah, nice, nice to meet you guys. Uh, hello, welcome to the show. Wow, this is what we're like. Yeah, we we do we do bachelor stuff. We we batch it. We 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 batch it. And uh, we're we're on the home stretch with the Matt James season. The home- uh, Home stretch of hometowns. Yeah, or bring bring parents to the hotel. I actually forgot that we were already this far into it. And uh, as you really? said, as you said before we hit record, this is kind of the part of the podcast where there's not quite as much drama to talk about. We're we're just down to like how's how's it going with these four remaining ladies, and uh, it's not looking good. It's looking like Rachel every passing day. And you know what? There's the uh, the teaser footage of Matt James breaking down and crying, and I honestly thought that that was going to be the tail end of this episode, but it wasn't. So that Me means that something yeah. else is going to go wrong on a fantasy suite day. So, so uh, honest to God, what's your thought? What do you think goes wrong? Oh man, I <laughs> if I want to be mean about it, I'd say that maybe there's like something wrong with his dick, or <laughs> that like I think another girl might bail on him. Honestly. What if Rachel bails? That would be the thing. That would definitely be the thing. That's more my head's at. I'm like, oh my god. Zach, what if Rachel bails? Can you remind me, has anyone else bailed on this season? Kit bailed. Right. That was it, though. And right? and that's it, yeah. Okay. Because that's something that seems to be regular in the seasons now where uh, someone will take themselves out of the game and then the lead gets really self-conscious and be like oh no could it happen again what if it happens with my favorite or one of my favorites and I kind of feel like that happened with uh, Serena P this episode but I also feel oh, like yeah. it could happen again that like usually the lead gets that fear in them and completely changes their tactics but like Matt does not seem to have uh you know, like changed his approach about it. I don't know. He's a weird guy. He's a really weird guy. You know, and he says things like, this week is important because it's hometown week. As if he knows what the fuck that means. (laughs) This week is, quote, everything. For sure. Yeah, for sure, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh god, I guess I'll just like get right into it. Like, I'm trying to make sense of him because I like he was a robot. He was an alien. He's wearing, you know, he's he's Tyler wearing Matt James skin, and like I I feel like I'm being mean because he doesn't seem quite like I think that's what Serena was catching that like there's something he's holding back. Like this doesn't quite feel real. And like, yes, he he's nice. He's uh, collected. He says the right thing. He has good manners, but he himself is not being very vulnerable or authentic. And I don't know if that's just his personality that like, oh, well, when I'm like, you know, nice and say the right things, people are nice to me. And he's he's not really like primed for being the lead of a show where it kind of depends on you also giving what you're asking the women to give you. Yeah, and I think the and I, I I didn't watch the video you sent me, but I imagine it's this, and the thing that 
is indicative of him being a uh, empty shell, someone who lacks vulnerability. When the kid asked him, are you going to marry her? He hits the kid with an eight year old child. We are in the process of figuring it out, and I will give you a definitive answer when I know, he says to the eight-year-old. And then someone says something else, and he goes, thank you for sharing that message with me. As if these kids are picking up on how to be receptive in a communicative fashion. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, not how you talk to kids. A, not how you talk to kids, and B, dude, is this just your line? You know, you're just a shell. You just you think that this is the right thing to say because maybe Tyler said it to some women. And now you're saying it back because it worked this far with grown women. These are little people. And so there's still people. So if I say the same thing, they'll, they're they going to like me, too. And it's like Tyler never gave him the boot up program <laughs> on how to deal with kids. I literally feel like I'm watching The Matrix when it's like. Hey, you know, Neo's fighting Morpheus. Oh, my God. And everyone runs over and they're like, oh, dude, I cannot wait to give him the fucking judo, you know, ROM. And they run him through the judo program. And he's like, again, I need another. And they run him through like ballistics 101. He's like, again, another. So they just keep booting stuff into him because he's just a fucking computer in the fucking Matrix. And Matt is just a fucking computer in the fucking Matrix of Love who is only booted with grown men interacting with women through the eyes of tyler yeah that's his that's the one program he has it's like what but on that note like i don't think and i I don't even remember what tyler was like but i just don't think that matt james is good at flirting or being affectionate like i think we've all caught on about his weird kissing and the eyes open and like sometimes it feels unnatural or upsetting or like you know it's like okay i did what tyler did and she seems secure so time to move in from a smooches and like did you want to though like do you feel tenderness with this person or are you just kind of like continuing to be performative as like i'm a good bachelor it's very performative and i forget which girl it was but they show up and uh they were like are you ready and he's like yeah of course i'm ready and they're like are are you nervous and he's like uh a little bit and then dives in for the smooch you know it was a full-on dive in for the smooch because, again, his programming, it doesn't get there. It do, he, he doesn't know what to do. So he's like, uh, error, error, smooch. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's weird, like, man. Like chemistry's not factoring into it. It's more like, well, you say the, the thing, and then they say the thing, and then you can kiss them. Like, that's, that's your window. And I, I got to pump the brakes and say, I do feel like I'm being mean because he clearly was like crying in his talking head. I do think that he's like a human being who's capable of emotions. He might just not be that in touch with his and he might not have a willingness to be vulnerable for which it's like, oh, well, that's kind of sad because like, you know, you're doing the best you can. You're you're doing the Tyler system as best you can. And, you know, <laughs> demonstrate it, value. It should. Yeah, it, it should. It should be working. <laughs> but like. Again, I think some of the women are like, well, on paper, it's great, but like no spark. And Rachel's just like wanting to win. So and probably knows she's going to win and has known the whole time. So she's just like walking the path. Oh, my God. I've just had a thought. Oh, my God. This might be a revelation, Wade. What if? So, you know how whenever he talks to Rachel, 
that we've seen, right? It has always been something to the effect of, like, I'm falling for you, too, or, like, I really like her. And we see all of this special treatment with Rachel um, when in his talking heads or when he's with her. And, like, for example, I feel like uh, Bree's hometown just got shafted. I, so I didn't uneventful. Learn. Yeah. It was uneventful. I didn't learn shit. But so what I'm thinking here is, what if they're trying to make us feel like Rachel's going to win? I'm trying to poke holes in, in the whole thing. Mm. What if they're going over the top to try and show us that Rachel's going to win and that he really, really feels that way because we because the producers know that she decides oops because she decides to leave and then now we feel more like oh no the one you loved is leaving what if that's the whole play here you think that the him crying is over rachel leaving and they, yeah. they've just been pushing us to buy into it so we'd feel extra tragic about it oh my god that might be it it's either that or he picks rachel <laughs> okay i'm gonna uh i'm gonna volley back another point here who do you think he was going to let go because i don't i think like serena p probably was you know in the top three here so which of the remaining I women that he had to keep do you think would have been going home like, it would have been brie you think so i think it definitely would have been brie just quitting your job form is not enough apparently oh yeah i yeah i remembered she- that part way through the episode <laughs> and i'm like man that really sucks because i feel like she's she's in last place here presently Totally. And I'm kind of of the mind where I'm like, Brie for Bachelorette? As much as I want it to be Abigail, I think Brie is a good choice. Mm-hmm. No, she's she's like a, a, a catch. I wouldn't wish a relationship with Matt James upon her, but yeah, she, she's doing everything yeah. right. Um, My other thought that I think is uh, poignant to, to bring up, and it ties to what uh, you were saying earlier, where yeah, look, I I I know he's a real dude, and he clearly has some problems with intimacy or vulnerability or or both. And I wonder if that has a lot to do with. Remember in the first episode, we got a little behind the scenes of Matt and his mom, and he said he's never really like been in love, and that there's always something keeping him from him. And I wonder if he just self-sabotages a lot and he protects himself too much by having a lack of vulnerability and intimacy. You know, because that definitely people who lack vulnerability in a relationship don't seem to have ones that really stand the test of time or, or get you invested enough that you love them. Yeah, that's probably the kindest assessment uh and probably the most probable that we've had of, of Matt James. Look, I love the Matrix play. I do. And the alien one and the robot one. I, you know, it's all I, it's all above board. But I think that might be the most indicative one of who he really is. Hmm. Yeah. It occurred to me on Serena P's date when the mom was like, you know, he seems great, but there's something missing. And I was like, it's his soul. He doesn't have a soul. He's a, he's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the mom kind of turned it on Serena that like, oh, well, your last relationship, yada, yada. And I honestly, for a second, thought that she was going to project the failures of this relationship onto her past experiences. 
And it was bittersweet, but I was very relieved when she was talking to Matt before the ceremony and was like, no, I, I thought maybe it was this, but actually I think I just got to be honest with myself. You're not my person. And it's the yeah. it's not like yeah. the, the sadness of the situation that I'm applauding. It's someone being honest with themselves. They're like, you know what, just because I'm on TV and like we're saying all these things and like moving towards a proposal, like I'm going to be real even this late in the game, like pretty sure I'm not in love with you and we're not that compatible and she knew it probably before that fucking yoga date yeah it was the yoga date that really made her think that you know so she stuck around because hey i'll stick around but good on her i'm happy she got out and she also broke my uh, judgmental Canadian streak by being a really <laughs> friendly, well-spoken, collected, self-assured person. And like, yeah, like she was nice. Her family was nice. She was like the most engaged with Matt on the dates. And it felt like the more natural conversations that you would get. And I, I just had that feeling that, you know, oh, wow, she's really like being real with him. And she's got to be emotionally intelligent enough to sense that like, he is missing something or that he's got this wall up. Yeah. I mean, she seems to be, well, Michelle too, actually Brie too, but yes, she has a lot of emotional intelligence, but on the topic of good Canadians, you haven't seen litter. Kenny, have you? I still have not checked it out. Okay. It's so good. It It, it is prime television. And, like, it made me go, damn, Canadians are tight. <laughs> Today on Damn Canadians Are Tight, Zach has to say he should watch Letterkenny. <laughs> um, so, I will say that uh, I really enjoyed the... Uh, um, the uh, the skydiving guys. Hey, you ready to go at 12,000 feet, bro? And they're wearing, like, cheap sunglasses or whatever. They were so broed the fuck out, it was hilarious to me. That's got to be a fun job, if you like skydiving. Yeah. You wouldn't, you yeah. wouldn't have and the then, job if you didn't, but, yeah, you just you get to blow people's minds every day and go skydiving. They were air bros, bro. And the one main, the older guy was clearly Jim Carrey in a skydiving uh, guide suit. <laughs> I was you know like, this whole thing get, is weird. <laughs> I get like a surfer vibe from Skydiver Bros. Sure, yeah. Maybe that's... <laughs> Heart hands in the air, Wade, it's true love. So, uh... She's so young. Rachel, yeah, yeah. Took a pretty hard <laughs> fall, too. Oh my god, dude, she got laid the fuck out. Yeah. And it was really weird, again, talking about, like, Matt's robotic nature, to hear him conflate that with a uh, near-death experience that helped him realize how much he cared about her. He's trauma-bonding in real time. Which he probably picked up from Tyler. He's what was, probably, what like, was Tyler's trauma bond, like, watching uh, Luke gaslight? Hannah for an entire season. <laughs> Look, you want to talk about Luke, dude? Let's get into it. Why did they keep him around? What the fuck was that? Yeah. That was I like. I felt like we trauma bond over watching Luke for eight weeks. <laughs> no, for real. They 
she kicked him off the show, and then he just walked back, and like no one said anything about it. What is this, Washington? Is... Just no no <laughs> rules anymore. Shut's fired. Um, yeah, she took a goddamn dive. Did you notice Rachel's dad went from a beer to like a tequila spritzer or whatever the hell it was? I did notice that. He was real skeptical. <laughs> Usually you don't see the parents drinking hard liquor. <laughs> no, you don't. He was like, you know what, dude, I gotta, I gotta get a slammy tonight so I can somehow figure out how this is gonna work. Yeah. She was really hung up on the whole, like, ask my, for my dad's blessing because I'm a piece of property. And and in that vein, though, <laughs> and this is going to sound weird because of the tone of this whole season on this show, I commend Matt for saying, look, I wasn't going to ask for your dad's blessing when he knows I'm dating three other chicks. I'm going to wait until you're the one. And I think that, like, that felt right to me. Because based on what the dad was saying, he did the classic, you know, isn't it weird that you got other girlfriends? <laughs> and so Matt wasn't going to be like, hey, I know I've got other girlfriends. Can I get your blessing? Yeah, who did that? Was it Ari? To, like, got the blessings from all three parents? All of them, yeah. Jesus. All four? <laughs> Ari, man, you know, Ari's gonna, he's gonna be one of the ones that, uh, that did it the best, I think. And he's right to stay out of the light, you know. Uh-huh. Like, he played uh -huh. the game, you know, the most selfish way a man could play the game. Yep. And kind of, yep. kind of got off scot-free, like, they lectured him a little bit, and then he just got to disappear and be a dad with kids and a wife who lives with his parents in his hometown, like. The guy won. He yeah, won. Yeah. He won the show. You know, like, that's winning. You know, oh, and uh, the other winning, I saw a photo of uh, uh, Tasha Zach helping an old an old person in a wheelchair yeah. in the cold in New York. And uh, that's a good man. That's a good dude. And, uh, again, if he hurts her, you know. <laughs> I, I saw, I'm just throwing it out there. I hope we get to see them come back because I'm not crazy about a lot of past couples that come on to host, uh, you know, contests or group dates or whatever. Sure. Like, I would love to see yeah. Tasha and Zach come back for me too. Marriage counseling or whatever bullshit they do. Uh, hmm. I th I just want to throw this out there. I think he and Michelle would be best together. Because, yes. like, Rachel's a weird racist child. I don't think Bree's actually warm to him or vice versa. But, like, he does have good chemistry with Michelle. They're both tall. They're both kind of boring. And they like to be athletic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he, they can both talk to children like they're adults. So oh, that, it's, it's all good. That was the video I sent you. One of the kids was just like, what the fuck did he even say? Like, how many girlfriends do you have? And then he just did that thing that he's been doing all season where he busts out laughing in lieu of giving a sincere <laughs> answer or response. <laughs> yeah, but it was just so over the She's top. She's the only one right now. Subtext. Yeah. Do you get subtext, child? 
It's like, good answer, but you don't have to bust out laughing every time you're uncomfortable. It's starting to... I mean, it's been creepy. Yeah. <laughs> she taught me to be open-minded. <laughs> no rose guarantee, girl. <laughs> no, we haven't kissed. We just hold hands. You see, this is what people in love do. They hold hands. I don't know how to. I don't know how to have this conversation with you. And when I have a kid, and they get to that age, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> As you're <What>? walking away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta go. That's funny. Uh, I gotta go get some smokes. <laughs> he was sweating so much, too. Yeah, he was. They were grilling him. To be completely fair, man, I hope he picks Michelle. Me too. I do. I think they're good for each other. That'd be a nice you twist. Know, she's, used to, she's used to the cold in Minnesota, so that'll work in New York. And she can teach. And uh, I mean, he, he works years, with kids, too, kid so... Like, that's something exactly. that should be a common ground. Yeah. And in 20 years, Wade, those kids can come back and murder him. <laughs> Any particular reason? For treating them like they're dumber than they are. Oh, you mean once they realize that he was clowning them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a spiteful little bastard that in second grade... I had a uh, I had a teacher, and we were learning cursive then. For all you kids that don't listen to this show, you had to learn cursive at one point in primary school. I was learning cursive, and I had, the teacher came by over to me, and she goes, Zachary, you're really going to have to learn to write better. Otherwise, you're not going to get a job, or you know, you're not going to succeed at school. And I said, oh, yeah? And then, 10 or so years later, everyone was using computers. So she can fucking eat a dick and die. And and you heard it here first. It was also a really weird part of my life, but also, like, how are you going to tell a second grader you're not going to be anything because you can't write? Are you kidding me? Yeah, there had to be a more encouraging way to encourage literacy than to say you're gonna fail at life it's like that's this too much pressure cursive. i could get by on fucking uh you know block letters and furthermore really and I, if i could if i could remember her name and i would write her a letter and and tell her all of what i just said and then say oh and by the way you had a fucking photo of pluto on the wall as one of the planets and as you and I both know now Pluto's no longer a planet so times change things change you know maybe you shouldn't be so cut and dry in your distillation about people's future if science isn't even fucking clear well hey if I can be Chris Harrison is that something that's not okay now but it was okay <laughs> 10 years ago when Pluto was a planet oh, oh wow and if you liked that take, you can send us an email at I love that bachelor gmail gmail.com because wow. Hey, pulling it back in, uh Matt James finally came out with some kind of statement regarding the, He's into the Taylor? Rachel Chris uh controversy. What? He he came out like for Tyler? You lost me. He, no, he just You he, said Matt James you said Matt James came out. No, no, not like that. 
Not yet. Oh, okay. All right. Although I got my theories. Oh man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he you know he he made some kind of statement about like ah oh, disappointed in Rachel yada yada conversation. The Bachelor has problems and. This season was supposed to be historic on account of the representation, and you know it is, but ABC's blowing it like they do. Uh, let's talk about Matt's beard, because when he shows up to the Women Tells All in the teaser, like, I think maybe he loses, like, the game. Yeah, the, he gets nobody, dude. Yeah, and this this beard is like, okay, like, I'm, I'm done with women, I'm done with Republicans, like, I'm joining the Black Panther Party, and I'm gonna live loud and proud. Was it you that texted me about uh, Judas and the Black Messiah? I'm afraid not. No. Okay. Oh, somebody texted me about it. Um. Yeah, apparently some people didn't know that was a real story. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so my notes are like I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a rough a rough go of my notes. Michelle hometown. She taught me to be open minded. No rose guarantee. Have you guys kissed? Are you gonna marry her? We're in the process of figuring it out. Yada yada. Rachel hometown. Get out too. Get out. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, uh, and here's my fun fact about Rachel's date. The car she was driving was a Prowler, and my grandma loves that car. She loves the Prowler. Because it's like a new car, but it's like an old car. Neat. And that's why she likes it. <laughs> like a PT Cruiser. Got, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I've got Dude Air Bros Bro. Heart hands in the air, Wade. It's true love. Hey, Wade, I feel on top of the world right now. LOL, Rachel took a dive with many ha-has after. Rachel's dad went from beer to tequila. Quote, being respected is there subtext here and then i've got breeze hometown and it's just lame <laughs> and then i've got serena p this is like spam it's ham matt it's ham and then i've got lol the canadian flags were so from amazon because they were all folded up and they didn't even bother to fucking like steam them beforehand good god just the fucking disrespect and in the next scene, Matt's uh, sweater is very creased. I think maybe they had a problem with their steamer or ironing situation. Oh, interesting. Look at you. Conspiracy. Okay. Okay. And then I've got, damn, you're not my person, and that's it. So whatever you have to add, feel free to add, and I'll riff on. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shit, I had something. All right. Can... I think Matt James has terrible hair. Like, my wife pointed this out to me, and I don't know what it is, if it's, like, thinning and he's trying to do the wrong style, and I admittedly am the last person who should be talking about black hair, but there's just something in it that, like, he's trying to do the wrong thing, you know, like a balding person, like, using a curling iron on two inches of hair, like, that's not, that's not what you should be doing with this. So when he shows up, you know, with the more shaved head and the beard, I'm like, oh, okay, like, you traded one for the other, like... Have you seen LeBron's hair recently? I have not. Okay, yeah. Get, type in LeBron hair and then Reese's. And hopefully the meme shows up. LeBron is literally sticking with this, this haircut, and it is so bad. And I'm just like, dude, just shave it, bro. Is I don't know why bald? you would is continue. Is that what this is about? 
He is so going bald, it's so bad. And then he a couple weeks ago he got this haircut Wade where they they uh they faded him up too high and it cut so weird because it was like an inch away from where he was balding. So it looked like you faded him up too high, left the front of his hair, and then intentionally cut a hole in the back of his head. And it's like, dude, just just give up. It's, it's just hair. It's okay. If you can grow a beard, you can be bald. You can. You just can. And on the topic of hair, I'd like to talk about... There's this new company that came out, Wade, and I thought of you immediately. They have these male-oriented, because... We need to pointlessly gender things here in America. But they have these male-oriented hair ties. And they're so bad. They're so bad. Men did not design these. And uh, I'm, I'm just looking up male-oriented hair ties now. Because like, is it like, it's like the opposite of a scrunchie. Like it's, it looks like rope. Like dusty rope from a barn. So some of them are like ropey, yeah, and then some have like cool symbols on them and and stuff like that. And I'm like, hair doesn't really even need to be accessorized, boy or girl. If you want your hair up, use a hair tie. If you don't want it up, don't use a hair tie. And style it however you want. And anyway, your birthday's coming up, and I'm probably going to buy some of these because I saved them. That's fair. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking at them now. You got the combat pack, the major leaguers, the good, the plaid, and the flannel. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have so many. Like, I have the uh, (laughs) like the kind of like metal like rake things. Like the Uh I don't even know Uh what all this shit's called, but I have like headbands. I have like cloth headbands. And then just hair ties, because I feel like if you're a, I mean, given, you know, the way our uh, sexism works here, it's like if you're a dude who's putting your hair up in a ponytail, like, (laughs) why are you splitting hairs on how masculine you're being about it? Like, you just, you need to own that and be comfortable with it. Because it's not like so you're gonna fragile, walk. In, you're not gonna walk into the wrong bar and someone's like, "Hey, uh-huh. nice, nice hair tie, weirdo," and you're like, "Oh hey, no, bro, you look, need a beer. Look closer. It's got like a fucking eagle on it or something. It's like, oh, my bad, bro. Like, that's manly. Yeah, wow, dude. You've probably got a fat cock, dude. Nice. I bet you got one of those manly... And now that I know that you have one of those manly hair ties, you probably slay. Yeah, the whole thing is so weird to me, and I'm like, why would we gender this? Because I think hair ties are unisex as they are. Yeah. But what do I know? I also have brown hair, and I don't care what color hair tie I use, and I've had many girls tell me that I'm using the wrong hair tie for my hair and that I look stupid. Really? And, oh, yes. That's probably where this all started. Some poor, insecure guy (laughs) got told he had the wrong hair tie, and it broke him. Honestly, probably, dude. And that's why I just use, oh, there's a hair tie? Okay, cool, hair tie. Because for me, it's all about functionality and efficiency. It's not about appearing one way or the other. Does it work? Perfect. Does it tie <laughs> hair? <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, I don't think I have anything yeah. else on this uh, on this episode other than like what's yeah. gonna happen. 
Yeah, me either. I, I don't know. I, either he picks Rachel or he gets his heart broken by Rachel. And Michelle looks like the kind of woman who would want a guy with a beard, so... It's cold in Minnesota. I could see but that. I feel like that works. That's the happy ending. It's like Tasha and Zach got a happy ending, but pretty much every season before that ended in ruin, so I feel like statistically it's going to go poorly for Matt. Oh, it's, 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 if he doesn't pick Michelle, it's going poorly. That's fair. That's it. Or you know what? Or Rachel is the 1950s housewife who hates him for the color of his skin, but is subservient nonetheless that he'd always dreamed of. That's weird and unhealthy, but I guess in, in, in a way it could work. I think I broke my foot, by the way. How? So I was moving a table, and uh, one of the dogs was under my feet. And uh, it was one of those, it was an outdoor table, like a plastic one. And uh, I was trying to get them out from under, and I lost my gripping on the on the table. And, it, and I didn't want it to hit the dog, so I, like, kicked up. And I kept the table up. And I had a huge bruise on the top of my foot. I can't wear regular shoes as it stands. I can only wear slip-ons because it, it hurts too bad to wear regular shoes. And uh, there's no more bruise, but it still hurts like shit. And I think I broke my foot. It's very possible. I've, I think I've broken my foot and toes dozens of times in my life. There's just there's nothing you can do about it. There's too many bones. Exactly. Just got to wait it I out. Broke a, I broke a knuckle and I just had to wait it out. Yeah. You know, um, so anyway, yeah, I've got, I've got nothing else that do you have any final thoughts on who he picks? What do you think? I, I want it to be Michelle based on these three, but I, I think it's all going to blow up in his face. I think someone else is going to leave him or one of these uh, fantasy suites is going to go horribly wrong. And whoever he does pick, he's going to pick that person without certainty. I don't think he's going to re flop, but I think it's going to yeah, be one of those. Yeah. Whoever he does pick is not his first choice and it'll be weird and they'll date long distance for a few weeks and we'll hear about the inevitable breakup in a couple months. You're going to hear first folks. Yeah. What about you? The same. Yeah. The same. I, yeah, I've got literally nothing to add. Poor guy. He either picks Rachel and they're happy or I mean, he either picks uh, Michelle and they're happy or he picks Rachel and it doesn't last or again, they have an unhealthy relationship. You know, I like the intrigue of Serena still being into him, but maybe that's just a play for Bachelorette. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, but Bachelor in Paradise is the real winner here. That's kind of why yeah. we. That's why we watch the regular seasons anyway. There's like, <laughs> dude, Paradise is gonna kick ass. Who do you think the Bachelorette's gonna be? Oh man. I really hope it's Abigail. Were you the one who said Tia? You brought that up last Yeah, time? I did okay. suggest Tia, yeah. I would like I it to be Tia Abigail. I think Tia is also a good choice. Yeah, yeah. But, but Abigail yes. would be great because she's like a sweetheart and that would be a kind of representation that the show has never had. Yes. And that would be nice for me. And then it would, and then, I mean, truth be told, having not been around anyone who's like legally deaf or has an ocular implant, uh, the fact of the matter is I'm not used to hearing the way that she speaks but she speaks with such honesty and earnestness that 
I would love to have someone normalize that tone of voice for me. And yeah. if The Bachelor has any balls, they'll do that. You're aiming real high here after what happened this season. I know. You know what? The Women Tell All is going to be fun. Yeah. Victoria, what is she wearing? Uh, nothing, apparently. A sling. Huh. A hair tie. I just don't get it, dude. Yeah. How's she going to play the victim? I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. I can't wait. Me too. I actually, it's going to be fun. I, again, forgot about that. They're like, oh, it's downhill <laughs> drama. But like, hey, we're going to get like one more, one more stinger <laughs> of just dumpster fire yeah. before. Yeah. Before the final, and then, uh, what, Bachelorette in, like, May? Should be fun. Should be good. Yeah, you think they'll do an announcement? At least we'll get an announcement. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. Yeah. This was fun. Agreed. A little shorter than the last couple episodes. Yeah. (laughs) This season's had two hours episodes, hour and a half episodes, full hours, and you know what? This time we're cutting it short because, again, it's the home stretch. Who really cares? If only we were invested in the lead. Yeah. So Um, this will be our merciful goodbye. And thank you for listening. I'm Wade. I'm Zach. Take care of yourself.